What is up all you nerds out there in Sweat Hampshire and thank you for tuning in to episode 19 of the Fan Wars podcast. No relation. We are just some regular old fans who love talking sweaty nerd content and we hope you all enjoy listening to that sort of thing. I am your co-host today on this episode, Josh, and with me today is our resident valedictorian and drip, Cody, a.k.a. Bodie Williams. Bodie, what's good? What's good, everybody? Again, that uh, valedictorian degree came online due to coronavirus, but it still counts <laughs> the same. Uh, big shout out to my sponsors, Jordan Brand, once again, and the Houston Astros, who, full disclosure, I am watching online right now as we do this podcast. I'm sorry the schedule didn't line up, but you're still getting my full attention. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got the Chiefs-Patriots game in the background, too, so we're all we're all good here. We're, we're multi-platform now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next, right, right. next, we got the Dark Lord of the Sith himself, who's going to be co-hosting since he is a co-producer on today's episode as well, David Hidalgo. David, what's happening? What is up? What is up? I'm ready to do a little co-hosting. Yes, sir. And last but certainly not least, maybe the only one who was on time today or ready for the original time, uh, Mr. Hunter Holmes. Hunter, what's good? Hello. Is this thing on? (laughs) Hello? Yeah, I I was uh, the one making us late today, so... um, it's all good. You guys won't. It won't matter for y'all anyway. It gets re- the episode gets released the day after. So, um, like I said today, um, David had a big hand in co-producing today's episode. Uh, he put together the show notes as I was preoccupied and had some other stuff doing. So he is going to be co-hosting this show today. David, I'm going to hand it off to you. You can get us going. All righty. So I, uh, there's not too, too many, too much news. So I kind of went around and, uh, you know, searched up what I could. And, uh, I think we came up with some good stuff. So I figured we'd start with, um, Disney plus news. Uh, so as of now, we know that there's going to be a Miss Marvel, a She-Hulk and a Moon Knight. And, um, we hadn't had any news on that at all. So Miss Marvel and She-Hulk have been casted and, the rumor is is that Moon Knight should be casted in the next week or so. Uh, I uh, so Miss Marvel, I'm probably gonna butcher the name, but I believe she's 21 <laughs> or 22 from uh, Canada, and her name is Iman Dolani. And then She Hulk was Tatiana Miss Lani. Uh, and I wanted to see if you guys knew any anything about them. Or I know Iman is new, so I don't know if she's been in anything, but I trying to remember if she if the actress that is going to play she hulk was in anything i don't know if you know josh um she hulk is tatiana right that's the one who's going to be yes. playing. i've seen yeah. her in this movie with um uh channing tatum and uh what's the actress name uh mean girls uh regina george like no uh she was a mean girl. She was Regina George. Um, why can I not think of her name? Oh, um, uh, what is her name? Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I can't think oh, of her Ra- name. Ra- wait, is it, is Rachel, name Rachel McAdams. Yeah, yeah, Rachel McAdams. It, it was a movie called The Vow with Rachel McAdams and Channing Tatum. I've seen her in that movie. That's about it. But, I mean, Marvel caster, so they're pretty spot on with the casting. So I'm sure she's going to be awesome. Yeah. I know a lot of people are excited about Miss Marvel because – she she was one of the characters in that they kind of made up in 2011 mm-hmm. when Disney took over the reins in 2011 they they kind of diversified a lot of the 
the cast. Uh-huh. And uh, I believe in the comic, she's like 15 or 16. Her parents are uh, from Pakistan. Uh-huh. And the actress is actually from her. Her parents are from Pakistan and she's Canadian. Uh, so a lot of people are excited about that. Yeah. Because uh, I think the rumors is that it's supposed to have some kind of tie in into Captain Marvel eventually. Yeah. Um, so that should be pretty interesting. I mean, that sounds sounds good to me. Uh, I like that they actually got somebody who's the actual ethnicity of uh, the character. I saw um, what's his name? Uh, Mark Ruffalo had already like welcomed her to the Hulk family, I guess, on uh, Twitter. Um, so, I mean, she's. Oh, you mean Tatiana? No, no, no. Uh, oh, yeah, Tatiana. Sorry, no, not Ms. Marvel. But um, also, uh, he welcomed Tatiana. Uh, how do you say her last name? Maslani or something like that. Maslani, I think. Yeah, yeah, Maslani. But uh, yeah. I saw him welcome her on uh, Twitter. So she's in the family and stuff. So, I mean, I'm excited about these castings. I'm pretty excited. I mean, I don't know who's going to get casted for Moon Knight, but Moon Knight should be pretty cool. Um, I, I, I don't saw, know if you guys are familiar with the. I'm, I'm like semi familiar with the character. He's like I, a I ruthless, more ruthless Batman, pretty much for yeah, Marvel. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the extent I know. He's, and like, I know he's, he's like, basically Mask of Phantasm. Yeah. For yeah. Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, or like the Grey Ghost. <laughs> it, he's also like a. <laughs> pretty funny if i remember i've seen a few comics he's also, with him, yeah he's pretty funny um he's supposed to be fight he's supposed to be like deadpool mixed with um batman basically yeah i saw rumors of casting with him uh somebody I, i'm gonna look it up while y'all are still talking about it but i saw that somebody was um Oh, it was Keanu Reeves. That's who it was. It was uh, um, yeah, okay. some, somebody. I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. So the rumor was that the Marvel really wants Keanu Reeves to play Moon Knight. So I don't know. Uh... I also saw an article the other day about like twenty-one roles in Marvel that they think Keanu Reeves could play. <laughs> so I would, <laughs> I would take that with a grain of salt. But that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> that's true. It was just a rumor, but I mean, I'd be, I'd, I'd see Keanu Reeves in anything. I love him, that guy. So. I watched the new Bill and Ted the other day, and is it good? Uh, no, but you should watch it. <laughs> 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 it's awesome, I would recommend watching it. Anyway. It's it's got that one actress that's pretty good. Um, she was in that movie. Um, uh, uh, what was it? It was about the the wife that like it's like a horror movie about the like recently married wife that uh like goes to this like marries this rich guy and they um have like a family tradition and it's like a freaking bloodbath uh their family oh, tradition uh, is uh hide and seek it's i don't think that's what it's called but i i that, you know what i'm talking about name, but yeah yeah um samara weaving yeah samara weaving yeah yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about yeah i think she's in that I movie mean, it's it's uh, you know, it's funny for what it is. It's you know, you if, if you expect a Bill and Ted movie, you know. But. So it, it doesn't hold up to the originals, is what I mean. No, of course not. No, okay, not all right. Well, I'm excited for Borat too. So <laughs> that for sure. <laughs> I just rewatched Borat, bro. It it is so timelessly funny and problematic. I'm so I'm interested to, say, to see how they do the second most one. Outrageous. <laughs> 
just oh you know i've never seen borat i just oh, have no God. desire to oh dude it is yeah, so funny yeah it is you'd like it's so problematic you you'd <laughs> what's that supposed to mean josh <laughs> It's a funny problematic. Let's put it like that. It's like my, if Michael Scott was f- f- foreign From and country, yeah, yeah and, and <laughs> even less of a filter. <laughs> but uh, uh, possible, yeah. yeah. All right, but, actually, trust me, watch the movie. It's definitely possible. <laughs> but um, I'm, I would be excited for oh, Moon Knight, whoever they got though. Yeah, and then uh, just before we move on, I figured we could uh, each talk about what we think this is all going to look like. Cause I know those are the big three coming. Um, uh, do you guys think that it's going to connect a lot to the movies? Like you're going to have to watch these to understand whatever future movies come in the MCU. Or do you think it's going to no. be more separated? Like with, uh, where it's kind of connected, but mostly separated with, uh, kind of like agents of shield is. Yeah. I think it's, go ahead. Or, go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, I think it's going to be more like agents of shield connected. Cause, I, but I do think that if like any of the these characters gain a lot of traction and their shows are like super popular, that they might make their way more into the big screen. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah uh, I can see that. Mar- like Marvel and Star Wars and Disney, like with their TV shows, they never make it to where you have to watch the TV shows to know what's going on in the movies. It's always movies and then trickle down to the TV shows. Like, so if they, uh, if, if they do connect, it'll be like off, like off shot from the movies to the TV shows. Like, I don't think they'll ever yeah, make something. I'm like just interested to, to see TV how shows. the future goes. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how, how that all goes. Cause I know, I heard the rumor that, you know, like they don't want to release uh, Winter Soldier because there's something in there's something in Winter Soldier that could ruin Black Widow. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's easier for, you know, the movies to affect the show mm-hmm. than like the show to affect the movies. But I'm, I'm interested to see how that's all going to go down. It's like when uh, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the I think the end of season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like lines up with Captain America Civil War and like Hydra, like uh, revealing themselves and stuff like that. So it would make sense. Like if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out before um, before uh, Winter Soldier, they, you know, you'd be like, wait, what? Like Hydra. But but it makes sense after like watching the movie. So they would never put something in the show that like yeah, they kind of do it reverse. Yeah. And where you don't have to watch the show to understand the movies, but yeah, for you need to watch the movies to understand certain parts of the show. Yeah, it, it definitely adds on, which is, I think is how it should be. It, you shouldn't have to like the Matrix tried that kind of stuff with uh, where you had to watch like the movies and the shows and like play the video games and all know what's going on. And like Disney is never going to do that. So no, that makes sense. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> All righty. Well, moving on because I know I know Bodhi does. <laughs> he only knows about Star Wars. We don't have too much Mandalorian news, but uh, Rosario Dawson supposedly has been confirmed. Um, I'm guessing as Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was, I figured we could talk about that and then talk about uh, some of the other people that have been confirmed and what we think. Uh, what we think about the uh, castings. 
I mean, I'm yeah. super excited for Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. Like that's <laughs> that's gonna be so amazing. I cannot wait for that. What do you think, Bodie? Uh, yeah, so I'm very excited for Rosario Dawson also, obviously, as Ahsoka. Uh, like we were talking about before we kind of started recording today, um, Sasha Banks' character is exciting. Um, I know everybody kind of has their speculation about what that probably is, but like we were saying, I think it's they've, they've showed us so much and they've leaked so much. It makes me think there's going to be a lot of, maybe not a lot, but a few big twists and things that we're not expecting at all. Uh, and I'm pretty excited about that. And also, mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're obviously likely going to see some uh, Boba Fett action, so I'm super excited about that. But yeah, as far as casting, they've done a knockout job so far. Uh, Rosario Dawson for Ahsoka. I mean, that's like amazing. I can't possibly look more like that. And then yeah. also, she's a great actress. So yeah. What do you think, Hunter? I'm just if. I'm just interested to see if we get to see her in a lightsaber battle because that and that's what I'm trying to see. Giancarlo Esposito said there's going to be a big lightsaber battle, right? Didn't he? Yeah, no, but I'm just saying I'm interested to see if it is going to be with her because she's playing Ahsoka. And mm-hmm. if it's not, where do they get the other lightsaber from? That's what makes me think it has to be her. Uh because like uh, the uh, Moff Gideon's got the dark saber and Ahsoka's the like saber. the only other one during that time. That well, I guess not because uh, you could. What if Luke popped up in the? Uh, what if Luke popped up in the show? Because that's in the right timeline. It's only like at at this point, it's probably like eight months after Episode Six. So maybe we'll see Luke or something like that. That'd be wild. I hope so. I hope so. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I was going to move on to directors. Oh, oh no, that's fine. That's fine. I was just going to say something to throw away. Main director. Sorry. Because uh, who always confirmed for directing? Because I know, I know John Favreau is doing one. And He's then doing the first. Dave Filoni doing one as well, right? And then Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez has an episode. Dave Filoni has at least one episode. John Favreau is directing the first one. Taika Waititi is directing an episode. I think uh, oh, I'm going to butcher his last name. Uh, Rick Famawia. I think Famawia. Um, he's one of the. Um, he made that name up. No, <laughs> he's the. <laughs> He's uh one of the he's the black director that they had for the first episode. I forgot which episode he directed in the first season, but he's got oh, okay. one. Yeah, so I those five for sure, but I don't know about any of the other ones um, who are doing it. But I, I they have a, a, there's a better diverse group of directors than they have writers because for the writers for each episode it's pretty much like John Favreau and that's almost it. <laughs> So hey, that's like, all you need. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But I like how they give a lot of people chances and stuff like that. Like Deborah Chow um, directed the episode three of it, uh, of the first season, the episode where they had the all the Mandalorians, like where they rescued 
they came like to the rescue and like it was a huge oh, action yeah. episode. Yeah, so she, Deborah she was Chow, like the first woman to direct something, right? Yeah, for Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, and like she had like one of the best episodes. So I would like to see some other people get their shot too. But I mean, you can't go wrong with John Favreau. So, well, she, she's rumored to uh, be directing or like producing the whole Ahsoka show, isn't she? Oh, the Obi Wan show, I think. Oh, Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. She's supposed to be directing the Obi Wan show, but I don't know where or when that's gonna happen. So, yo, you know, I'm excited for my boy Robert. Oh yeah, his. <laughs> I can't wait for him because his style. I mean, I I guess that because like I, I'm thinking about the episode Taika Waititi uh, directed. He directed the final episode in season one, and you could definitely see his style and his imprint on it but it still fit within like the rest of the show so i'm interested to see yeah. how that works with robert rodriguez because he's definitely got his own distinct style too so <laughs> i wonder if they're gonna do like any of his like grindhouse style like filming <laughs> you know like baby yoda like shoot somebody and then it just like zooms what? into his face <laughs> <laughs> bro that would be so funny i mean like Bodie brought up like he can't wait to see like some twists and stuff for this season too i mean Think about season one, the first episode we get baby or <laughs> the child, you know, whatever. That was like a huge twist just in that, the first yeah, freaking no, episode. Nobody was expecting that. Yeah, so like, I mean, I, I can't wait to see what happens. Especially when they were about to grease him within the first freaking 45 minutes of the series. <laughs> yeah. And it's like becomes a pivotal part, so. Bro, yeah. jo- Josh, I can't wait till Danny Trejo comes out and takes the day. <laughs> I want Danny Trejo to be like a stormtrooper or something and take his helmet off. We're like, oh my God, it's Danny Trejo. Bro, he's- <laughs> Dude, Watch Danny gonna, Trejo be the one who bonked his head in the, in the death store. <laughs> that would be so Somehow funny. Survive. Bro, he's he's going to be the first person to have a machete lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the dark saber in the first scene. That was a machete. Hell yeah. <laughs> I would freaking love that. Danny Trejo's got to be in it. I would, Bro, I would that'd be dope. It. Yeah, I would, I would love that. Uh, so uh so what are you guys hoping for this season and maybe even after because uh it's rumored we could get up to four seasons of the mandalorian i'm uh, just hoping uh, go ahead, Bumps. i'm i'm hoping for um basically to pick up where they left off i mean i thought it was a good balance of action and um character development now I'm always down for more action. So if we see more fight scenes or just more like, um, fight fighting in star Wars sense, um, I'm all for that. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff. Like, first of all, some lightsaber action this, uh, this season. I mean, you know, it's star Wars and the essence of star Wars to me is a good lightsaber battle. That's the, that's the essence of star Wars. Um, yeah, definitely. Warm, 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 pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely whatever Ahsoka's role is in this. If, you know, obviously it seems like Mando's going to have some kind of interaction with the Jedi in this, which is, you know, pretty awesome considering obviously their history with each other or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, I... I don't expect we'll find out where the child came from this season, but it's going to be 
I don't know. I, I guess they're going to have to give us enough to keep us interested. So I'm kind of cool to see where they take that. It's, I, I don't know where they're going to take this in the end, if we're going to find out where Yoda himself came from or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm really, it's, like you said, as, as far as going into the future seasons, I, I can't wait to see if they actually give us something for where Yoda may have came from, or if it's just, you know, a mystery in the end, which either way I can be cool with, but I don't wait, know. Did Bodhi just say he could lose interest in Star Wars? Guys, oh we need to have God. a talk. Did I say that? <laughs> He's like, did I? I don't know. <laughs> uh, one thing you I def- roll the tape. One thing I definitely want to see is them connect the Mandalorian and give us some like more broad. What is the state of the galaxy right now? Because it's kind of a pivotal time in the galaxy at this point um and we haven't gotten a lot i mean like i've read some of the novels and stuff that fill in the gaps between like episode six and seven like that 30 year period but i know most people don't know like what's happening in that time and like the empire is mostly defeated but there's still like pockets of them obviously like we see in the mandalorian but like what what what's going on with like the republic and stuff like that there's some good uh politics and stuff that could get into there with uh leia and stuff leia is pregnant at this point i'm pretty sure with kylo ren or ben solo whatever you want to call him um so and like they have the battle of a uh, jakku that's probably I think is going on around this time. Oh, which, that's right. Yeah. Which, so uh, there's a lot of stuff that's happening in the state of the galaxy overall. And like I said, and Bodhi's mentioned this on previous episodes. I don't think they can stretch out the child slash baby Yoda storyline for four seasons necessarily. So I would like to, and even if they do, I'd like to see maybe go to some other planets and see what's going on with the state of the galaxy in general, not just like the outer rim, because there's like some good stuff going on. Now that you say that, Josh, it just made me think of something I want to see. Like, if they finish this uh, Baby Yoda storyline, mm-hmm. like, they have a, like, it doesn't have to be the whole season, but, like, a few episodes where Mando gets, like, a job to go fight in uh, the Battle of Jakku or something like that. Just mm-hmm. go, gets hired on to go fight for during one of the battles i was just about to say that would be pretty cool yeah cool to see have conflict with some you know people from the empire but i think it would also be pretty cool to see him have conflict with people from the rebellion you know like stuff that he doesn't you know it's not necessarily you know the fight he's looking for it's just something he gets into i think yeah you know that'd be pretty cool yeah and i mean i there's no telling at this point uh, oh i was just gonna say real quick i'm I'm definitely hoping for more because I love the Mandalorian lore Mm -hmm. and I think it's been a good balance of lore and just like kind of regular entertainment and, you know, giving us a little bit of little bit of, you know, what the nerds want, but also good storytelling. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I, I definitely agree. I don't think that the whole child story will go, you know, more than this season, but I mean, who knows? The the only thing, the only other thing I can think about is like avatar, you know, where, uh, they're, he's like trying to find the avatar for three seasons or whatever it is. Um, so I don't know. I guess it could happen, but just I'm really inter- Oh, sorry. I'm just just gonna- before Josh jumps in there, I should say about the storyline thing. 
the fact that Favreau and Filoni have kind of taken control of the whole season makes me think they have something pretty specific in mind. Yeah. So, uh, and especially with Filoni, Filoni being like a producer and writer and like executive producer and director on this show, like he, and I mean, we've already seen it. He's going to pull so much from like rebels and clone wars and stuff like that, like his TV shows. So I, I feel like we're going to get the Mandalorian is going to, stretch out we're gonna see him interact with some other people that we've seen before whether it be in movies or swear whether it be in tv shows go ahead don't say the p word he's gonna say the p word (laughs) no 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 i wasn't i was just gonna say i swear if they have mando interact with some freaking space whales i swear (laughs) i swear (laughs) i just that was the one thing in rebels where i was like what it's funny too because they ended up playing a huge part in the end like uh, (laughs) and so i was like i don't know about that but uh, filoni the last few episodes of Rebels are amazing, and like I, I'm not even gonna question Filoni's thought process or anything like that. I would like to see. Um, I mean, I know we hate the P word, um, but I would like to see the. I mentioned the Battle of Jakku, which is going on at the same time. The Battle of Jakku was actually like Palpatine's contingency plan, supposedly. I don't know how the Rise of Skywalker kind of throws that in the whack, but like. Palpatine during the original trilogy had like a contingency plan if he ever dies to pretty much lure everybody to Jakku and blow it up like the good guys and bad guys like pretty much well, it, it had like a Sith observatory there right yeah and that's what it was it was supposed to lead lead everybody to the Sith observatory on Jakku and blow everyone up good guys his t- his side and the uh, rebellion because pretty much his philosophy is if y'all failed to protect me, then y'all don't deserve to live either. So that was what the Battle of Jakku was about. And uh, I mean, we could maybe get some more info on the what happened with Palpatine, how he survived and stuff. I, I mean, they, the only time we've ever seen it was uh, we saw it in uh, what's the Star Wars? The Battle Battlefront? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I played the story mode and you actually get to like I mean, you're, you're like in the battle for a good a good uh whole scene of it and it's like the battle of jakku yeah they uh are. and it's it's pretty crazy because oh. because the, the uh world. it's like it's like normandy on you know it's like normandy yeah. on steroids you know because the the uh it's like the last bit of of uh the empire protecting you know what they have left against the uh against the rebels it yeah. was it's pretty cool no i've uh I've read these three novels uh, called the Aftermath Trilogy, and they're literally the fall of the Empire, like after immediately after episode six. And the last book is called after literally called Aftermath Empire's End. And it goes it goes through the full battle of Jakku. And like I listened to the audiobook, so it's pretty much like cinematic only without the visuals. So like they have all the sound effects and everything. It was freaking amazing. So if they get any of that in the Mandalorian or anything like that, I'd be I'd be totally down with that. Definitely a lot a lot they can do for sure. Yeah. It's a good thing. I can't wait to see how Mando Gorlami's Boba Fett. <laughs> Gorlami <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I'm interested <laughs> to see how Boba Fett because, like, in that same that those aftermath books, like 
Boba Fett, I told y'all before, Boba Fett like lost his armor. I think he escapes the Sarlacc pit. It's heavily implied that he escapes the Sarlacc pit and but like loses his armor and like some random person like picks up his armor and starts using it. So I'm wondering if they're gonna bring like if Boba Fett's in this, like what's he gonna look like and stuff like that? Like what's he in gonna the trailer? I told I sent y'all that a while back. The super nerds that break down frame by frame every yeah. picture of the uh, trailer uh, found on the back of the Mando speeder there what looked like uh, Boba Fett's armor stacked up. So yeah. it looks like if he did lose it, maybe Mando finds it and he's bringing it back to him. Yeah. Or maybe Mando's the one that jacked it. Or you know, but I'm curious to see how that goes. And especially because like Boba Fett and and um the Mando Din Djarin, like they're not real Mandalorians per se. They're adopted Mandalorians, right. both of them. Not uh, Boba Fett's not even an adopted Mandalorian. He I was just say, like, he's not even adopted. Yeah, right? he, yeah. yeah Django <laughs> Fett stole Mandalorian armor and that's how he kind of and he just kinda of adopted their culture and stuff like that. So I'm interested to see that dynamic too, like like Boba Fett's sheer presence might be offensive to the Mandalorian. <laughs> like, so I'm right, interested. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm interested to see how that dynamic would work too. That actually would be really interesting. Like he, he like enters the bar and then the Mando like Mandalorian's there and he's just like, you're fake. Yeah. Like you don't deserve to wear <laughs> you're that. Not real. Yeah. Like you don't deserve to wear that. That's stolen armor. Like, I so, I, so I, I, unless there's, uh, unless there's some, uh, a, some canon I don't know about. I wouldn't be surprised if Mando actually kills Boba Fett this season. Oh, I mean, if they get in a fight, I'm taking Mando over Boba Fett. Oh, for sure. So wait, I have a question, Josh. Mm-hmm. Bodie. Is so he just so Django just took the armor and kind of assimilated and just kind of worked his well, way in. Well, Django he, he didn't even really assimilate that used to be colonized by mandalore at the height of like mandalore mm-hmm. David, uh, I'm, I'm, you, you, i was gonna say something and you, and you started running you started explaining it and it was just gonna be a joke uh, yeah what <laughs> well i was just gonna be so does that make Django fett colin robinson <laughs> oh god <laughs> no I hate him hey Josh cut the part out <laughs> <laughs> for real I'm gonna say Pat Mahomes just fumbled and, but I was like nah that's not relevant at all but more relevant than I, whatever you just started talking <laughs> 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 I'll see myself out <laughs> I was one too yeah I mean we're just it. throwing stuff out <laughs> but uh well moving on yeah <laughs> Yeah, we can't. Horrible wait. host. We, no, we can't. We can't wait for the Mandalorian. Uh, just let's let's leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, moving on to something else. So we're getting some. Uh, we're getting some pretty crazy news about Spider-Man Three. Yep. And it's looking like it could be a counterpart to Flashpoint. Uh, what we know right now, well, I mean, it's rumors, but what we've heard is that Jamie Fox could be. Uh, replaying his role as Electro. Um, what do you guys think of that? And do you guys think that they could take it as far to bring back Andrew and Toby for a cameo or maybe even a starring role? I... Jamie Foxx, I'm all for. Um, 
I thought he did decent as Electro. Oh, don't, God, don't. I, I hated his um, Electro. <laughs> I love Jamie Foxx, but I hated that Electro in the. Uh, well, I I felt like it was more. I I thought he did a good job presenting it, but the lines and stuff for him in there weren't that good. Yeah, they. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't like it. Keep going. But um, the um, seeing a um. Andrew Garfield or an Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man cameo I am not on board with at all a Toby one that'd be kind of cool but I, I don't really need it um, I mean I it'd just, be cool to see it just because you know Spider-Verse but I was about to say I, I could see Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield as like the Jake Johnson older Spider-Man in into the Spider-Verse. Like, I could see both of them in that role, especially yeah. Andrew Garfield, because he can play that kind of funny, but, like, down on his luck uh, type of guy. But I think I'd think i be down for either of them. But I, I was not a fan of Jamie Foxx's um, Electro. I love Jamie Foxx, so I'll see him in anything. I know Marvel will do a better job of what Sony did with that MC, with, with that uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie, but... So I, I I'm down for all of it if Marvel's doing it. Do you guys think that it's kind of they kind of started coming up with this because of some of the news that was coming out with Flashpoint and Michael Keaton and all that? Because um, we know that we know that um what's it called Captain America was you no know, a response to Batman versus Superman. So it's happened before. Nostalgia always sells. So I mean, yep, that's uh, true. I don't think they're basing it off of um, DC because if you remember in um, Spider-Man Far From Home, they teased the multiverse. Like they put it right in front of us and they were like, ah, you thought. That's true. I I think it's more off the success of and how much everybody likes Into the Spider-Verse in general. They're like, oh, we could body that live action. So I think that's true. I think it has some more to do with that. But I'm sure all the news with Flash and stuff gave them some ideas. They were like, what if we brought back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield <laughs> and stuff like that? But I, I think they were planning. I think Into the Spider-Verse was a like testing ground for them. And I think once it was successful, they're like, oh, yeah, we can body this live action. Bring in the old guys. Bring in a Miles Morales me. Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, did he hire yeah. my boy Joshy, please? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the Miles Morales role. Let me shave my beard, and I will look fifteen. I swear to God. Live <laughs> action Miles Morales, me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm down for all of it. Uh, do you guys think this is going to be a connection to Doctor Strange, or is it? Do you guys think it's going to be like its own? kind of spider-verse thing not really like multiverse that we're going to get from dr strange my guess is that they would want to keep it separate just so it gives them a little more creative liberty you know so they don't have to try to connect things together so much i don't know as much as you guys but just i feel like spider-man in general is a much bigger name brand than dr strange i feel like you would want to try to keep i feel like if anything dr strange would want to connect to spider-man if that makes sense um, are, are you asking us like, so will this like Spider-Verse kind of Spider-Man three movie connect like 
with the Doctor Strange, like MCU? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, like, do you think it's going to come from Doctor Strange? Like, whatever's going on in that movie, and it's going to be, like, kind of the same event? Which or, one like, comes consequences out first? Of that event? I'm, I'm pretty sure Doctor Strange does. Okay, yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll connect pretty... I, I think... Sony, uh, I mean, Sony still owns Spider-Man, even though it's attached with Marvel. I think they're going to connect Spider-Man with everyone because they, you got to think they're really losing their big name characters like Captain America. They're losing Chris Evans. They're losing um, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. They're going to lose Thor, maybe eventually, maybe not. I don't know. But they lost Black Widow, even though I kind of heard Florence Pugh's characters kind of taking the role. But Either way, like they're they already there's already rumors of like them connecting uh, Tom Hardy's Venom and Morbius to Spider Man. I think they're gonna connect everything. I think they'll bring the Fox characters over, and I think like everything's gonna be connected. And they'll start with the the Doctor Strange movie. I think honestly, I like you said. I think it's gonna all be connected. Um, I think it might be kind of. Um, Whichever one comes out first, I think will. If the Spider-Man comes out first, I think the multiverse aspect of that will kind of be just like um, an appetizer for um, to kind of set it set Doctor Strange up better, if that makes sense. So they don't have to explain as much yeah. as to how it happens. Um, but if the roles are reversed, I think it's going to be. So if Strange comes out first, it's going to set it all up. And then um, I think the events of Strange will cause the events of Spider-Man 3. That makes sense. They could also happen at the same time, technically, kind of like... I guess that's true. Because the last Ant-Man and Infinity War take place pretty much at the same time. It's true. Um, and even like the first Spider, what was the first Spider-Man Homecoming? Um, yeah, it kind of yeah. took place. The first part of it kind of took place like during Captain America's Civil War or like kind of like right after it. So I think uh, I think they could take place at the same time. And it's like the multiverse Doctor Strange happens. And then like pretty much at the same time when Spider-Man 3 comes out, all that causes that to happen, too. Yeah, I think we're definitely in for for a ride. Do you um, b- before we move on? Do you, do you guys think what do you guys think will it will have the impact of the secret wars that they kind of teased at the end of Far From Home? You remember they uh, teased that like Nick Fury was in space with all the um, what are they called? Are they the scrolls? Not the scrolls. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The scrolls. I forgot about that. Yeah, because they kind of tease that at the end of Far From Home. So, do you what do you think like this impact could have on that? I don't know. Um, honestly, I don't know too. Because I know, I know, in Secret Wars in the comic, that's the first time we see Spider Man in the black suit. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if that's gonna happen, but honestly, I'm not sure. I I know if that's if they're gonna do it. it definitely be like one of the you know big events yeah so i feel like we're at least a year or two away from it like we still got to get you know everybody's solo movies mm-hmm. that'll lead up to it um but yeah i'm not sure i actually am not very familiar with that story what if it came what do you out i'll huh? oh, go ahead on. It, it, i i don't really know what to make of it because it'll be interesting 
um, on how they decide to do it because if they do it where once again, really, because from what I've read and what I've heard, like the entire Marvel story depends on this next Doctor Strange movie mm-hmm. and like where that when that takes place will determine everything else that they have planned. But so like one thing that could happen is if the secret wars happens before Dr. Strange, that would explain like Dr. Strange wanting to understand all these different realities and stuff. If like people were able to not necessarily bend reality, but like him being a wizard and still being tricked by that, I think it would make him dive deeper into trying to figure out secrets. And that's how he comes to the multiverse or something like that. It, that makes sense. If the, if Dr. Strange two has to involve like the multiverse and sacred wars, they have a lot to do in that, in that movie. They have a lot to free ground to cover. Cause I know I'm pretty sure that movie and like Eternals are going to introduce the X-Men and the Fox characters and like mutants and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, we really haven't heard too much about the Eternals. And I'm pretty sure, I think that's why we haven't heard too much about it. There haven't been a lot of leaks about it or anything. Cause I think it's going to be pretty important for kind of like how uh, guardians of the galaxy introduced pretty much the cosmic side of the MCU. I think uh, yeah. I think uh, Eternals is going to pretty much introduce the mutants because I'm pretty sure the mutants stem off of the Eternals and like the Celestials yeah, and stuff like that. So be interesting no, for sure. Interesting. Yeah. But I'm interested. Any... Oh. oh, go ahead. No, go ahead no. Oh, I was just going to say I'm going to be interested if they do bring the Eternals if they reference uh, Thanos again with it. I'm sure they will. Yeah. An event that big, like Infinity War and Endgame, it can't, it, they can't not mention it. Oh, I know what I was, else I was going to mention. Because uh, Multiverse also has a lot to do because it has to answer the questions like, and it'll probably be how they kind of introduce the movie, but like all the, they open multiple realities in Endgame. Like, I don't know necessarily open, but they like introduce multiple realities like Loki escaped. And I know that's what the Loki TV show is going to be, but like that opens up a new reality. Cause like Loki escaped. And when they took away, um, when they take out, took out the infinity stones, I know Captain America put them back, but when he took them out, that created new realities. And then him staying back in the past, I'm pretty sure created like new realities. So they have a, like Dr. Strange has a lot to answer for because they haven't really answered any of the consequences from Endgame yet, as far as like the multi dimensions and stuff like that. Yeah, it'll be interesting because we've had a whole break of Marvel. I mean, this year, the only thing we're getting is his WandaVision. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a long pause. Bodhi, what Bodhi, do you, you think got about any that? Last <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of long pause, my dog is getting taller. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so Boo. <laughs> no, Boo. But, but seriously about the, uh, I know, uh, this is all the, this would be uh Dr. Doom, right? Wouldn't he be the one come, is that what the secret wars is coming in, trying to kill all the versions of Spider-Man or is actually that, you might that be thing? right. I, I'm like, not, I'm not sure about it. I just know yeah, I that sounds familiar. Not, 
the Secret Wars is isn't that when they the scrolls take over and in, like impersonate half of the Avengers? Yeah, I mean the I Secret Wars so. they they found out that like yeah, like a good portion of the Avengers were scrolls and they had been for some time, but I don't know Doctor Doom's involvement. I haven't read the comic. I just know of it. So Doctor Doom might I, be involved. So I used to read the comics when I was a kid, but I thought that was I thought that was when he tried to kill like all versions of Spider Man in the multiverse. Like I thought that's what this was. But uh, if that's that, not it, then I have nothing on this. I mean uh, that that, <laughs> that that might be part of it. I I don't know if they uh, whenever they introduce Doctor Doom, they got to do it better than all the previous iterations because they have not done Doctor Doom oh, justice. Sure. He, Doctor Doom is so badass. Yeah, he is a Thanos level yeah, villain, like dead ass. Like, and they, like a god, right? He, he, uh, pretty much like, when he gets like when he gets those magical powers and pretty much like that, like he's like a sorcerer, like like Doctor Strange. <laughs> also, yeah, he has yeah. like his mutated powers that he got from like with the Fantastic Four so and he runs a whole country as well <laughs> like he has like the resources and power of, of black panther so like they they got to do him justice because the all the previous iterations have been dookie so that's putting it nicely yeah so <laughs> hey that first fantastic four hey, it was pretty good as a kid you know maybe i just had a crush on jessica alba yeah I I, yeah I, I just watched that like a few weeks ago like rewatched it i was like holy crap this is awful i like i liked the castings that they had for everybody <laughs> but oh my god it was really bad michael yeah. chiklis is the thing that was yeah the casting was everybody great everybody was but. trying to find their uh their Everyone's trying to find their footing with superhero movies back then. Yeah, it was like 2005 or 2002, one of those. So, I mean, it was yeah, early it was like 2005, on. 2006. Yeah, the only good, really, superhero movies were like the first Blade and the, the first two X-Men at that time. The so first Blade. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Do we, have, do we have 30 extra minutes to talk about, <laughs> about that? Or... <laughs> yeah, Marvel bringing back Wesley Snipes. Oh, no, that's right. They already... Oh, yeah. They are... I forgot. they Because they introduced uh, Marshala Ali as Blade. That, that was going to be so good. <laughs> Uh, cool. at, at oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. At the last Comic Con, they introduced Marshall Ali as the next Blade. So that's going to be, yeah. Can't wait for that. Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some Blade, uh, some Blade uh, Spawn and Ghost Rider action. Oh my God. The Spawn cartoon when I was a kid, that was like, oh, that was like watching TV. I knew I wasn't supposed to be watching. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> That, that was, was like an M rated cartoon. <laughs> yeah, that, he, he said <laughs> did you ever did you ever watch the actual movie, Bodie? That they well, did? I, well, I, it's got I Michael J. White, it, right? So long yeah. ago. Yeah. That's the only reason I, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael J. White was fun. Uh that cartoon was insane. I can't Bro, I can't even I, remember it. Oh god, I just remembering the I don't even remember what he was called, but the like clown thing fueled my nightmare. <laughs> he always met him yeah. up in a freaking alley somewhere. Yeah. Yes, uh, and when he would transform <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> like if if they ever bring back yeah. like Daredevil, like Daredevil, Moon Knight, Spawn, Ghost Rider, Blade, they're all in that same night monsters realm that like they uh that'll be tight if Marvel once Marvel introduces that, all those. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Okay, this is kind of 
this wasn't in the show notes. I just want to get y'all's opinion on it. Do you think that so they were talking about Ryan Reynolds get becoming like the highest paid Marvel actor? Uh-huh. Do y'all think we would ever see a um, Deadpool kills the MCU um, storyline? That would be amazing, but because I feel like that'd be way too part of a project to do. At least the live action the, one. The, the, the crazy part about it, spoilers if you haven't read it. Um, he kills the writers of the sh- of the comics. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like he breaks the fourth wall, and then it like ends with him writing his own story, and it just goes off the rails in every imaginable way that you can think for Deadpool. Like he gives himself all these new abilities and all this, and he's like, "All right, I'm done." I mean, they could do so. They kind of did something like that in Deadpool 2, where Deadpool, when he got the time watch or whatever, and he was going back in time, he went back and shot himself when he was reading the Green Lantern script. <laughs> that was like at the end of Deadpool 2. So I, yeah. mean, I could see, I could see them doing something. Maybe they could do, if they wanted to do that, they, that could be an opportunity for Secret Wars. And he like thinks he kills all the Avengers, but they're all scrolls. I don't know where they would go. That would be an awesome movie. I just don't know where they would go from there. <laughs> yeah, that'd have to be like an anthology film or something like that. Just yeah. end it with, with uh, Ryan Reynolds rubbing his eyes and like, Wake up. It's a crazy dream. (laughs) I can't wait to get him in the MCU, man. Like Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, and Tom Holland, Spider Man. Oh. Throw throw in some Tom Hardy Venom. Like, oh yeah, I need I need to see a little bromance. Yeah, I I I need that. Oh, and don't forget about uh, Woody Harrelson as Rampage. If you were to throw all four of those in a movie. I I need that movie, man. Like (laughs) I need that bad. (laughs) Yeah, I've been waiting for the uh for the little love between Spider-Man and Deadpool, and mostly it comes from Deadpool. Spider-Man hates him. Yeah. If they, one thing that would be so funny to see is like, so you know how in the Deadpool movies, he's always made a reference to how come y'all are the only ones in this house? Because yeah. they didn't have the right to any of the other X-Men. It'd be so oh, funny if in like the next, next Deadpool movie or something, he sees like Wolverine, Professor X, and all that. And he goes, "So y'all do live here, or something like that?" Just well, makes reference to it. They already did that in the second Deadpool. I'm pretty sure because uh, when he goes to their house, it's like no, oh no, yeah, he he see, like you see them, you see Beast, and he like closes the door on yeah. them. But I'm talking <laughs> about like Deadpool actually interacting. With them. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was funny. It was like all of the X Men yeah. from the new movies in the room. They just closed the door. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we don't have the budget for that. It was funny because in the first Deadpool, they really—I mean—they had like a fifty dollar, fifty million dollar budget, which is a lot, but not compared to like all the other like superhero movies that have like a hundred and fifty million dollar budget. So they yeah. really didn't have the budget to bring in a bunch of characters, but. They'll definitely give them whatever they want now because it's so successful. Do you think Deadpool becomes a bridge for X to bring X Men in? I mean, no, nah, I feel like he'd be like the one, the only one to make it in. They'd like pull him in from the multiverse or something, and just give us all new characters and stuff. I, I mean, I think he, 
I think he could maybe be a bridge because it makes like if you're introducing a whole obviously we know who the X-Men are, but if you're introducing a whole new characters who are new to the MCU, I mean, bringing Ryan Reynolds Deadpool in would be a good way to bridge them, because even though they're going to recast like all the X-Men, like you have somebody that fans are familiar with, at least in Deadpool. So they have some familiarity there. I just can't wait to see who they cast as well. Because, I mean, I'm going to miss the original X-Men cast, man. Even the new people they have. Like, obviously, like, Sir Patrick Stewart, Sir Ian McKellen and stuff, and Hugh Jackman. But all even the new X-Men, like, Michael Fassbender's Magneto and James McAvoy's Professor X, like, they were so good. I don't know who they're going to get to replace those yeah. guys. Yeah, that young cast of X-Men was actually really good. Yeah. So, I don't know. I- I'll, I'll be all right with Jennifer Lawrence not being there anymore. She's pretty much phoned it in the past For real. few movies. But, uh, yeah, they they had great cast. I don't know who they're going to get to replace them. Will it create a continuity error, though, with uh, Hugh Jackman not being Wolverine? Nah, I think they'll... I think... He's referenced all the time in the Deadpool movies. Honestly, he'll probably if Deadpool goes to MCU, he'll probably they'll probably keep that. Like, even though he's not Wolverine anymore, like imagine how funny that would be. The first time we see Wolverine, whatever actor it is, and Deadpool like looks confused and holds up a picture of Hugh Jackman. He's like, "What the f-? like?" <laughs> no, okay, yeah, that would that would that would, that makes sense. That would be on par with Deadpool. Yeah, he's like, "Wait, what the?" F-? That actually be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like they'd keep the Hugh Jackman dead, uh, Wolverine ready joke in there, even though like somebody else will be playing him. Y'all, anybody y'all would want to play Wolverine off the top of your head? Tom Hardy. That's what Keanu I said. Uh, yeah. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> I said Tom Hardy too because I think he would be literally perfect. Hey, Trejo. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I like Tom Hardy, but they only, they already have him in Venom, so. Girl, this I mean, uh, what's, his, what's his face? The guy that played Thanos. He played Thanos and he played uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. And he played uh, what's his face in Deadpool 2. Cable. Cable. Cable, that's right. But those universes yeah, but are you don't really right know it's Josh Brolin as Thanos. I mean, that's true. That and uh, those and those universes are connected right now. But if they're in the same universe, I can't imagine Marvel using one actor to play two different, pretty prominent would y'all characters. Want, would y'all want Marvel to bring back the OG Wolverine suit or keep it how it was with just like the? No, I want to see the OG black. suit. OG with the big with, with the ears? Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, that would every, be very interesting to see in I live mean, action. Does it look like a Wolverine or no? Every time they they tease like suits like that, uh, Wolverine in the movie was like, I'm not wearing that. Like <laughs> it's like I'm not wearing that, but I'd like to see it come back. See Wolverine That'd interact cool. with the Hulk too. All right. Well, to close out. The, um, I saw that this is the one year anniversary for Joker. So uh, have you guys uh, have, have you guys seen it again since it came out? I know I yes. have. <laughs> uh, At least four times. I I I saw it. I've probably seen it twice. Once in theaters and once outside. 
like I said, I, it's a great movie, but I, the more it sits with me, it's it's so similar to other. I, I mean, I've told y'all off air. It's so similar to other Joaquin Phoenix movies, just and like tone and like the character he plays. It's so similar to other Joaquin Phoenix movies. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's terrific. So I'm if not you take out the Joaquin Phoenix dynamic, the fact that it's that that Joaquin Phoenix was just playing Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> I love, I, I, I probably mention it once every episode, but I love a good dark, you know, superhero movie or origin story. I know it's not really a superhero movie, but it's, you know, connected to all that. And yeah, uh, I love that. You just don't get that very much. Everything is always, it's not childish, but it's, you know, it's more palatable. Yeah. It's more palatable than the Joker was. And the Joker had a few moments in it that like, you know, the first time I watched it, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, so uh, yeah, um, I covered my awesome. eyes like one time I, when I thought he was going to kill the, uh, the, uh, the, the dwarf clown. Uh, I was like, Oh my, the midget clown. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, Oh God, I'm closing my eyes. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I felt, I felt so bad for laughing at that scene though. <laughs> Yes, I felt so bad for laughing, but it, I was like, "That was when I thought he was going to kill him." When yeah. he had to get up and open the door for yeah. him, I was like, "Oh God!" I, no. I was, no, that's what I'm I was covering my eyes. I was like, "Oh, please don't, uh, please don't." Yeah. I can't watch this. But no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what. I think I'm yeah. gonna watch it again on November 3rd to get um, get in the mood, you know, <laughs> <laughs> for everything that's gonna happen. It's true. It's, probably, it's gotta be. It's gotta be uh, like a freaking riot in the streets if uh, yeah. a certain person gets reelected. <laughs> Even if it's a person that doesn't get reelected, it's probably gonna be a riot. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a riot either way. Yeah, I, I was about to say it might be a riot either way, but yeah, Joker. Joker is a. Uh, it's, I mean, it's amazing. You'll get no complaints from me. Something else I rewatched was the Batman trailer. I watched that maybe once a day. That trailer is amazing. <laughs> that trailer is so good. Yeah, that trailer is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to throw that in there. All right. You guys got any last thoughts? Um, again, unless y'all want to spend a good amount of time talking about Blade, um, <laughs> I, think I think I'm all right. <laughs> I'm I'm all good. <laughs> all right. Well, Joshy, do us the honors and uh, get us out of here. Well, that was our show for today. Um, Bodie, where can people find you at? Give the people what they want. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Cody S. Williams. Uh, looking forward to all of the hate mail I get every week. Once again, shout out to Jordan Brand and the Houston Astros who won game one of the American League Divisional Series while we were on the air here tonight. Let's go, boys. Hey, nobody uh, cares. Uh, David, where can people it. find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Darth Concha. Um, send me some hate mail. Sometimes I get bored. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was... It was, <laughs> it was the honor of being your co-host for tonight. Yeah, let, let, yeah let's job, give man. a let's give a round of applause for David uh, co-hosting the doing most of the hosting. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't do anything. So, uh, I'm proud of you, Hunter. Where can people find you at? They can find me on Instagram at hunter underscore holmes one zero. I don't know why my voice is sounding like that. I'm tired. It's past um, bedtime. And <clears throat> how's our um, Twitter page coming along, Bodie? Nope. So it's in the in, it's in the works. It's uh I'm waiting on the it's IT department to get back yeah. on a couple of things. But we are <laughs> They're still workshopping there. it. Yeah, Damn, yeah, we're it, almost it's there. Been, 
damn, it's been two months. Everyone's working from home with the coronavirus. Yeah. Though, so it's hard <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. Um, what do you need to coordinate? We, Josh, where can we find you? We can, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the great Josh V. Comments, uh, send comments, questions, concerns, Phil Bodie's mentions with hate mail and David's apparently because he's bored. Uh, you can find all of our content on fanwarscontent.com. Thanks to David, our co-host, co-producer of the show. Um, next week, we are two weeks from now, we promise to have George Lucas on. I don't know. He promises like every episode that never shows, but you know, whatever. Or whatever George yeah, no. he, I, he just DM me he, he'll be here he said he swears uh, on everything he'll be here too, so. yeah he's gonna lie he's like um, but uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in with us this was episode 19 of the Fan Wars podcast we'll see you on a couple weeks that's the show hello th- th- this is uh, George Lucas hi hello?